so. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. He's the titular role! In the sense that, you know what I mean? Or at least a voice of a generation. Welcome to Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and decide if we're letting it into a metaphorical gate. I'm James. I'm Sam. Happy New Year, Sam. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh my we're Lord. back. We're back after, <laughs> after a brief hiatus. I'm, I'm still here. We're still here. I'm fresh off the plane. Literally got into Nam maybe like two hours ago. Hey, brag. Yeah. Just a jet-setting young woman across the world I am. As usual. <laughs> Where have you been, James? Um, I've been to New York City. Um, wow. I went for a couple of weeks just to see some shows, catch mm-hmm. up with some friends, all that fun stuff stuff it mm-hmm. was great and how was it oh it was marvelous i saw 20 shows in 16 days Jesus. i think it was that's a lot yeah it was a lot um but it's what i love to do you and do love to go to the theater i love the theater i do As i we went to london earlier in the year and i was very disappointed by the theater output there and i was right. kind of just like do i not like theater anymore no it's just british people yeah yeah literally. and then i went to new york and i was like oh no I'm back. Right. More annoying than ever. Um, <laughs> I didn't think it was possible. I know. I know. <laughs> um, every every single day on your Instagram story, posting like you at this new show I've never heard of in my <laughs> life, being like, been looking forward to this one. <laughs> Literally, though. There were so many. Um, I'm not going to get into too much detail because I don't want to bore everyone. I'm not going to get into a detail of all 20 shows. Yes, especially me. 60 um, seconds, go. 60 seconds. Um, but I did my top five shows that I saw... Um, uh, no particular order. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, this was my favorite, so I'll start with Ki- Kimberly Akimbo. Is sure. this new musical? Um, quick rundown: It's about um, this teenage girl who has this fictional disease that ages her rapidly. So she's like sixteen, and she looks eighty. <laughs> I think I have that. Yes. Someone, someone at Circuit the other day said I was. They thought I was twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm twenty four for the record, but. Um, Not to make it about me, go on, yes, sorry. Yes, but no, it was really beautiful. Um, Janine Tesori did the music and David mm-hmm. Lindsay Abair. Um, he wrote Doubt. Okay, I know that one. Yeah. Um, Almost watched that the other day, oh, it's, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, that was great. Like, I actually saw that one twice. It was so good. I okay. cried a lot and I don't cry ever. So That's true. Wow. Yeah, it really, really moved me. So um, then also... I saw um, the the kind of the reason there was two reasons that I went over to see shows. Uh, number one, I went to see Leah Michelle in Funny Girl. Of course. Um, what a marvelous performance! I really? mean, what what can I say that hasn't already been said? Yes. Like it's just she was made for that role, and I just she's just a vocal talent unlike any other. Really? Yep. It's true. It's true. Okay. Um, I but it was, was good. Funny oh, girl. It was okay. Um, funny girl. The show is an interesting show in the fact that it's kind of not good, but it's more about the performer than okay. it is about the show. Yeah. And like you know, the crowd was fucking insane. Like they were all up. Entrance for it. applause, screaming. Yeah. Like don't rain on my parade was insane, and she absolutely devoured. It was I- just. I saw Hilary Duff and saw it um, yesterday. Oh, you must I have missed just, her. Yeah, I just missed her. I had a few famous people in the audience's mirrors at a Such few as? shows. Well, um, the last show that I saw, I saw Merrily We Roll Along, mm-hmm. which is, um, tra- it's off Broadway at the moment at the New York Theatre Workshop, <clears> but it's um, transferring to Broadway in the fall of next year. And that has like Jonathan Groff, Lindsay Mendez, Daniel Radcliffe is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the audience, sitting a few rows in front of me, was uh, Murray Bartlett, a 
of the White Lotus. And, and looking. A fellow Australian. A fellow Australian. And also um, Jeremy O'Harris was there. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so From was, um, Emily in Paris. Yes. <laughs> yes. The star um, of Emily in Paris. And Gossip Girl. Yeah. And yeah. And um, um, of defending Lena Dunham on Twitter fame. As, <laughs> you know, on, yeah, as wants to do. I want to do. We're all want to do. Girls is having a bit of a, um, a renaissance. It's yeah. The, and I'm here for it's it. It's the girls' renaissance. I mean, I've been singing its praises sort of privately for a long time because it's a bit dicey to. Um, to recommend a work of Lena Dunham in today's oh, day and age. absolutely not. I'm here for it. We won't get into girls. We'll be here all day. Oh, but literally. just to know. Yeah. Um, also, um, I got to see another Sondheim musical, um, Into the Woods, which was phenomenal. Stephanie J. Block, who was like, you probably went around for this period of my life, but I was a very big, like, vocal Stephanie J. Block Stan. It was Thank very God. annoying. Thank God I, was um, I got to see her play the baker's wife in his words. I got to see her do mm-hmm. the option up on Justify the Beans. It sure. was really beautiful. I've seen the movie of that. Oh yeah, so she played the Emily Blunt role. Oh, I don't remember the movie actually. Oh well the movie isn't very good, but <laughs> uh, you know Amy Adams is in the movie, right? Amy Adams is not in the movie. She was <laughs> in- <laughs> What am I thinking of? She was in... Enchanted, maybe. Enchanted, yes. That's probably what you're thinking Are you sure she was in the movie? No, she was in the um, Central Park production of Into the Woods. That's definitely not what I'm thinking of. Is it Amanda Seyfried? Is she in the movie? Are you thinking of Mamma Mia? (laughs) No, I know she's in Mamma Mia, but who's in Into the Woods? Into the Woods is Anna Kendrick. Oh, that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. Um, And finally... um, I got to see um, Audra McDonald. Do you know who Audra McDonald is? Six-time Tony winner? No. <sighs> she is one of the greatest living performers ever. <laughs> um, she was in a... She did um, Ohio State Murders, which is a play by Adrienne Kennedy, who's this renowned um, black female playwright um, who's never had anything produced on Broadway in her, like, 95 years of being alive. And this was the first mounting of her show, one of her shows on Broadway, and it was beautiful. It was heartbreaking. Audra okay. McDonald just absolutely tore me in two, and right. I cried a lot during that one too. It was great. So the playwright's 95. Yeah, she's, I think she's she's older. She's definitely um, up there. I don't know exactly how old, but I think she's in her 90s. And it's yeah. her debut work? Well, she's done a lot of work, but it's never been produced on Broadway. She's, like, renowned. Oh. She's, like, a very... Um, influential and influential playwright especially in like the black theater world very um avant-garde stuff sure which is really cool but this is pretty much like a straightforward memory piece which was oh it was so good i'll be thinking about it for a while and okay. yeah wrap it up wrap it no, up no 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 i was saying conquest of like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was saying wrap it up shut the fuck up james <laughs> <laughs> And um, I have a special note that I wanted to mention. Um, on New Year's Eve, I went and saw Kate Belland. She oh. did her one woman show, which was fucking incredible. Now, this is something I know and that yeah. I'm very jealous of, actually, because yeah. I love Kate Belland. Uh, it was so... It was randomly... <clears throat> like, I thought it was just, like, stand-up, but it was more of, like, an ode to, like, theatre and acting. And, like, okay. it was like it was stupid, but it was, like, very smart and funny. And yeah. she's a genius. Kate Belland. Kate Belland... All these bitches in comedy, <laughs> they use her sons because her and John Early, they like really defined like that 
this era of comedy in terms of yeah. like silly girly like blah 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 and yeah I, I watched um actually this week i watched cinnamon in the wind yeah her, um special that's on disney plus mm-hmm. uh, have you seen it no i haven't actually. oh it's really good it's so yeah. funny I, that's more of like stand up yeah um but it's hilarious and i am a huge fan of poog her podcast yes um one of the best to ever do it yeah it must be said absolutely and john early was in the audience that night <laughs> i stood in front of him and got a drink and i didn't say anything so Sounds like you had quite a connection. Oh, we did. We did. I didn't want to want to be annoying, but no. And like, what did you do on New Year's Eve? Did you see the ball drop? No, I certainly did not. I went and got <laughs> some drinks with um, some friends mm. and went to the village and got some drinks at a cute bar. Sure. And then, um, then my friend that was working in Times Square was like, "Oh, come see my come to my bar," and I was like, "All right." I was drunk enough that I thought it would be a good idea. I got out of the subway <laughs> and I immediately square. just like turned back and Fuck went back it down. But New- it was like it was like two thirty, so I was like, okay, it's not too bad. But it was still fucking anyway. busy. Yeah. yeah. New Year's kiss? Did not have a New Year's kiss, oh. unfortunately. Loser. Unfortunately, I did not did not meet the love of my Loser. life in New York City. Did you have a New Year's kiss? <laughs> Um, <laughs> um that's private. Uh, How could you ask me that? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> well, chat, well, chat. Oh, <laughs> many, know, many boss. questions to be asked, I'm sure, I'm sure. Anyway, anyway, yeah. but you're back now. Back, back and better than ever. Um, also, I finally got to see Tar, which I will get oh, into. Oh, yes. I, I saw, because obviously New York and America have a lot better cinema release stuff. Yes. Um, I saw Tar, Babylon, the Whale and Women Talking. Right. Um, quickly, Tar, Incredible, The Whale, <laughs> Shit, Babylon, <laughs> Women Talking, Great. Right. I probably will see all of those movies at some point. Okay. I randomly really want to see Women Talking. It's the women. They are they talking. They be talking. <laughs> they be talking. That cast, Mama. It's what? Frances McDormand, Frances Claire McDormand, Foy. McDormand, Claire Foy, Rooney Mara, Jesse oh. Buckley, Judith Ivey. Ben Whishaw. Mwah. That's a man. Acting. Yeah. Well, there's one man. Get the fag off the TV. Well, he's gay, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, did you see that email from Rooney Mara? Wait, maybe you sent that to yeah, me. Yeah, where she was like, what is going on with Girl with the Dragon Tattoo 2? People keep asking me and I don't know what to say and I want to do it, please. Yeah, what the hell? That like, was from the, when um, Sony got leaked. And yeah, there's, are they always... That leak somehow is still delivering. Like, yeah, it literally. happened nearly a decade ago. But literally. it's like, it just keeps delivering. Literally. Um, but yeah, where is the girl with the dragon tattoo to? Well, to funny you say that because um, I was I was looking at the IMDb trivia for women talking okay. and it mentioned it was like Claire Foy and Rooney Mara have both played Elizabeth Saldan. That's Sal- so true. Saldan? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah, so. So it's kind of multiverse of madness. Multiverse of of women. girls with the <laughs> the multiverse of women that's what I want to see um well, well it sounds multiverse like multiverse of a... women that's just my Instagram story <laughs> yeah that's true it sounds like you had a great trip I did I really really did um, and you're happy to be back uh yeah I'm back to work tomorrow so that's fun uh well let's talk about me now uh, <laughs> I have also had an incredible two weeks while I've been away um not really, actually. I've just kind of been hanging around. Um, you know, Christmas, sneers. I've been to the movies a lot. What have um, you seen? Anything of note? Uh, last, well, this week I saw Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, uh, which is a bit of a tongue twister. Marvelous film. Yeah, I liked it. It's cute. Did you um, cry? 
I did cry. <laughs> yes. I laughed. I cried. I danced. Um, I got shot. I ate and yeah, had many, many epiphanies. Um, no, it was good. It was cute. It, it was, um, I liked that it didn't, uh, it, there's a fine line with that sort of stuff of like too cutesy or mm-hmm. like, but it's, you know, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's a perfect 90 minutes. It doesn't get grading, which I thought the voice mine of the little, My name the, is the gay girl. little shell. <laughs> uh, but no, it was really cute. Um, I feel like I saw some other stuff that I don't remember. Um, hmm. So we're well, going to see the Fablemans today, so I can't wait to hear your thoughts on that one. Oh yes, I'm seeing it right after this recording. James running horrendously late almost made me miss my screening of the Fablemans. So I... just dealing. Let's just get that out in the open. Like can, someone had to you say. You can it. talk to United Airways about that because it's not my fault. <laughs> just saying, just saying. No, I'm seeing that. I, I'm. I can't wait. Great. I can't wait to see Mr. Steven Spielberg's. Peace. Yeah, this his piece. piece. I can't wait to see his piece. Uh, <laughs> well, oh no, I went and saw Avatar again. Actually, oh, without <laughs> I, me, I without remember, me, I did see something. Yeah, I saw Avatar again in IMAX. Really good. Really good. Yeah. Holds up. If I second time around, about it enough on this podcast. Uh, Avatar's good. Yeah, Avatar Fever was an all-time high in NYC. There was just really? posters, um, massive Times Square billboard. Oh my god, it was beautiful. Jealous. I'd love to visit. On all of the the taxis, they had the little Avatar. Wow. Oh, it was marvelous. It was it's, marvelous. um, and the sequels, they've been made. It's, it's yeah. the highest grossing film for 2022. As um, it should be. Top Gun Maverick was dethroned. Thank God. I uh, don't know. I haven't seen it yet. So. Yeah, I know you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Avatar 2 and, uh, sorry, Avatar 3 and 4, definitely happening. On the way. On the way. So get on board, everyone. Get on board. Get I on do want to see Avatar again in 4D, actually. That's my next. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm just trying to get more, like. Dimensions. Yeah, trying to get more dimensions. My friend. Upgrade um, the cinematic experience <clears throat> as much as possible. Yeah, I need more. I need more. Uh, my friend Jack went and saw Avatar in 4D, and he said it actually hurt his back. Um, oh, is that was, like the rumble <laughs> chairs? And- it's rumbling, it's water, it's, um, you know, spit, Sorry. shit, calm, piss. <laughs> like, it's all flying at you. Oh, wow. Um, I don't think I need air, that. Air. air as well. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a bit nervous because three hours of sitting in a chair that's like rocking it's around. It's going to be like motion sickness. Yeah, it's going to be like a roller coaster. I might throw up. <laughs> honestly, I don't know. But, but I'll give it a go, I guess. Oh, Depends how much it's from probably expensive they have to pay for the water um, and yeah everything the compressed air like uh, that shit's not cheap is it not cheap not cheap but yeah that's me really that. yeah well today we're going to be doing something a little bit different um mm. because i got off a flight and i couldn't be bothered doing any research <laughs> <laughs> don't say that don't disrespect our no, listeners i know no no i would never no um, so we're, we're doing a um sort of a uh, our favorite things of 2022 two. yes best of last 2022. year yes. um best of the best yeah um, stuff that really got through our gate if you will yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, a speed round of what got through the gate. Yeah. Well, not speedy, but yeah. regular length. A decent round, yeah. So um, we're talking about film, TV, music, and general like moments in culture. Yes. Um, yeah, so shall well, we start with film? Well, let's. Well, Sam, go ahead. <laughs> well, we're just going to do a top three for each. Yeah. Keep it brief. Um, so films, my third 
third favorite, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, was a little movie called Barbarian. Of course, um, of course. Of course. I took James to see Barbarian for the, for my second viewing because yes. I said, you must see this movie, James. Yes. It's, um, I mean, I didn't really know much about it before I went in. Uh, well, anything really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's if you if you don't know about Barbarian, it's about um, a woman who's booked an Airbnb. Um, she it's in like this shitty neighborhood. She shows up to it in the middle of the night, and someone's already staying there. Um, so it kind of unfolds quite slowly. It um, you never really know where it's going next. I won't say any more about the plot because I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but it yeah, you never know where it's going. It's to me, it was one of the most surprising. Um, yeah, it was such a surprise to me at, at how good it was yeah, exactly. and how expertly it's paced because the, the whole first act, you, you have no clue what's whether, going on. Yeah. It's and so, so like, you kind of think, you know, what's happening and then it kind of flips it on its head absolutely. and then it flips it on its head again. Yeah. Half an hour later. Like three times. Let's yeah. just say I, the, there's one moment, um, at the end of the first act that fucking gagged me. It, it has to be the biggest gag of of cinema in 2022. I have to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was such a such a nice surprise to see that um, Justin Long gives a great performance. Uh, he's back, everyone. Justin yeah, Long's back. back. The it boy of like 2008. I We've guess. Missed We've missed We've him. We've missed him. No, I think he's really good in it. Um, yeah, it's scary. It's camp. It's funny. It's, yeah, it's, it, it, it is funny. I yeah. think it was like an hour, an hour and a bit in, and I was like, oh, this is a comedy. Yeah, this it, isn't- it's really funny, but then it's also really disturbing with yeah. with how much it, it it's what I appreciate about it. It gives you just enough information to to where you fill in the blanks in your head, and you're like, yuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yuck. yeah. Uh, did you like Barbarian? I liked Barbarian a lot. It was um, really interesting because I feel like we're in a in a moment of so much like elevated horror that is so like, meh. yeah. I was kind of waiting for it to hit that point, and then oh, like to go back, not to go back, but to kind of like be like. This is actually a metaphor oh, for yeah, so yeah. and so and so. Oh, and then, the movie, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I just kind of realized, as I said earlier, I was like, "Oh no, this is just a stupid movie. This is fun." Yes, and I really liked that, and I thought it was, yeah, it was really well done. Absolutely, yeah, great, great. I'm glad you liked it. What's your number three, James? Um, well, on oh, actually no, uh, my number three is a little movie that I saw earlier in the year, um, called After Yang. Yes, I never got to that it- one. Yeah, it is a really beautiful piece about um, it's set in like a near future in which um, there's like a one child policy of sorts, I think. And um, families can't procreate because there's been like a, I don't know, it's all very like, ooh, we're in the future, but right. like it's not sure what it is. But, but they can't procreate. Tale, hey? Can't, uh, no. Um, <laughs> shan't be. Just any opportunity to bring it up. Um, they had a lot of Handmaid's Tale for your consideration ads around New York. I was okay, thinking of you. And I'm considering it. I'm considering um, it. But yeah, and they. So was there an Anne Dowd ad? No, it was just um, that for the photo show. of Elizabeth Moths in like the water. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just implied can to I consider talk, Anne Dowd. <laughs> about my, my film. About Handmaid's Tale? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, and they, so they have to adopt and they adopt. Um, it's Colin Farrell and um, Jodie Turner Smith. They adopt this Asian daughter, but to get her in touch with her culture, they get 
a robot brother for her, right. which is part of it. But then he starts malfunctioning and like he's almost dying. And then it just kind of goes into the kind of ethics of like AI and all that fun stuff. It sounds right. like a bit of a drain, but it's really like a human piece. It's gorgeous. Um, Haley, Ru- Haley Lou Richardson from the white Lotus oh, is in it. And she okay. really, really does well. It's just such a simple, I thought it was going to be like really like sci-fi and fun, but it's just like a really, it's a story about like human connection and it's really, really beautiful. Sure. It's on binge. If you have binge, I would absolutely oh, recommend watching it. Right. Yeah. You know, binge, the quality on binge is just appalling. Oh, I wouldn't know. Why? Because you don't have it. No, because I watch it on my laptop. <laughs> I need to you go. don't care about the pixels. Well, the TV that I have at home is not Oh, very good. James's TV at home is awful. Yeah. And James is very sensitive about the TV. You I'm can't- sensitive about the TV because <laughs> I, I got it for free and I don't have enough money to go buy a nice TV. And if somebody wants to buy me a nice TV, they can buy me if a nice TV. talk shit about James's TV rather than they will snap at you. They'll be like, it was for free. Shut up. It was free. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but no, also binge. Um, they put shit in the wrong aspect ratio. Like oh, I was do they? one day, I was like trying to watch the Hunger Games on there, which oh. I'm known to do, and it was like cropped. So I was furious. I turned oh. it off. Um, but no, that's no, no. neither here nor there. Um, after Yang, and I think um, Colin Farrell is getting a lot of awards attention for the Banshees of Insurance, which is obviously. I saw that. Sorry, you should, oh. I should have mentioned that. I went and saw. Isn't that. it marvelous? <laughs> Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Depressing as fuck, but I loved it. Really, I came out of it being like, oh my God. (laughs) Um, Yeah, my mum also went and saw that, which I was concerned about because. I kept telling her to see Avatar because I was like, you know, mums will like Avatar. <laughs> I, I kept telling her to see Glass Onion because mums will like Glass Onion. And then out of no, out of nowhere, what a rogue. She's like, I'm seeing Banshees of Inisherin. I was like, okay. She hated it. Uh, <laughs> which I knew she would. I yeah. knew she would. But I liked it. No, um, I loved Banshees. It's like definitely my favourites of the year. Yes. Um, I'm Ireland. I'm Irish heritage. Yeah, so, you know, um, good to see my people on screen. Yeah. Colin Farrell's getting a lot of attention for that film, which is rightfully so. It's a devastating performance. But I think After Yang was his superior work of okay. the year. Okay. And what about The Penguin? Oh, the, the Penguin. What are you looking at? What are you showing me? What are you showing me here? Come on. Come on. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I forgot about the Batman. I forgot about the Batman. We saw that. It was a three-hour movie. Yeah, all right. I saw that. It's fun. I saw that on a date, actually. Oh, with who? <laughs> <laughs> Did you kiss? Or uh... No, we were watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and what else happened on this date? Tell us everything. Stop it. <laughs> well, you brought it up. You gave me all sentence about it. Um... <laughs> anyway. Um... Um, so what was your number two? <laughs> Oh my god, what was... Oh, uh, number two, of course, is Bones and All. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, which I think we might have just... Dis- oh, yeah, we did discuss a lot of ones. Yeah, Bones and All was also my number two, so... Oh, hey, Twin. Yeah, hey, Twin. Did we see it together? No. No. I saw it with Joe. Who did I see it with? I don't know. <laughs> not me. Bones and All. I was not in I went alone, actually, Loser. at 10 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um, 10 in the morning session s- of Bones and All. Are yeah. you kidding me? Empty cinema was perfect. Oh. I was up early. Why not? <laughs> Why don't you get up early and see the Fablemans today? So you shut have to rush the over. fuck up. Um, yeah, no, I loved Bones and All. It, again, really moved me in its... Um, I mean, it's just... Yes, it's like cannibalism. It's about... But it's not. Yeah, it's not. I think that puts a lot of people off it. Yeah. Um, And 
It's not really scary. It's not horror. I, it's, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, it's gross. I was like, is it? <laughs> I mean, it's very gory. I did have to look away at some parts. But, you know, it's it's really just a coming-of-age movie. Yeah, um, it's a road it, movie. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's just like... It has almost like this uh, Badlands... Have you seen Badlands? <laughs> Badlands by Holsey. No, Hello. bitch. <laughs> my Terrence Malick. Have you seen Badlands? Oh, I'm Badlands? wearing a Holsey shirt. I'm wearing a Badlands by Holsey shirt. <laughs> okay. Happy, this is the five anniversary. Full circle. <laughs> and I've got my Badlands. Badlands water bottle trick. <laughs> okay, anyway. I need to be shot. <laughs> you do, but but no. Um, but yeah, but no, it's very. Badlands very with Terrence Malick. Have you seen that? Yes. <laughs> um, that's a really good movie. Which but, is heavily inspired by Badlands by Holsey. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, it's um yeah, I mean it's really just a movie about being understood by another yeah, person um, on this really deep level and uh, you know about growing pains and finding your place in the world mm-hmm. um, yeah I just found it really gorgeous I mean the cinematography is stunning oh. performance is good um, good excellent oh they no well I mean nothing I, I wasn't like Oscar for all of them you know See, what I mean I thought Taylor Russell was giving like one of the best performances of the year wow Dead okay Side. yeah at the James Howe Oscars at the James Howe Oscars she's won yeah. maybe she's oh, been nominated at she's least. definitely nominated oh, right definitely nominated <laughs> okay uh, it's an honour to be nominated yeah yeah it is at the James Howe Awards definitely um, no I, I love Bones and All I I don't know if I ever want to watch it again oh I do right it's Maybe like, in a few years. No, like today. Today, <laughs> yeah. While I'm watching the Fablemans. Yeah. I want to watch that corn scene, Phil. Oh. The cornfield scene again. Yeah. Um, again and again and again and again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're fair, you're fair. Um, uh, what was your number one? My number one... Oh, my God. Oh, I, <laughs> I forgot. No, my number one was After Sun. Um, oh, beautiful. Which I just watched the other week. It's Now, this one's a bit tricky because it was only at... It, there was only a few screenings last year in Australia. Yeah. Um, it's been only in the US for a while, but it comes out in Australia February, I'm pretty sure, like mid-Feb. Um, After Sun is uh, Paul Mescal and Little Girl. Frankie Carrier. Sure, yes. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of about them on holiday in Turkey. It, it, they're a, a father and daughter. Yeah, um, he's a young father. I think he's turning 30. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's young. And there's kind of this um, this element of the the girl growing up looking back on the holiday. So there's this element of, like, memory and there's sort of a dream type thing yeah, in it it's too. Yeah, like a really interesting memory piece. It's just, like, yeah. it's, it's kind of like you spend the whole film kind of being like, all right, what are we doing? And then <laughs> What exactly eat. are we looking what at What is here? it exactly <laughs> that we're looking at here? I walked past the New York Times building and I was like, oh, I'm Carrie Mulligan. She said, she said. She said. Um, but no, it's so... Yeah, it's... When it clicks yeah. and you understand exactly what's happening, you're like, oh, fuck, this is devastating. It really is. It creates this... I mean, they feel like completely real people. And I know it's somewhat based on the director's life, but mm-hmm. there's just the characterization in it and the writing. And it's it's very subtle. Um, yeah. But yeah, the first... Well, for a lot of the movie, you're kind of just watching them hang out really yeah. and it's like it, it's really nice they have this nice relationship but then there's something that kind of like pierces this this life they have and it's not anything dramatic it's no, not it's... like there's a big twist or anything but when the penny drops it's like it's fucking I was sobbing at the yeah. end of the movie like and it's and it, again it's not like this big 
tragedy. It's it's not. It's just like a moment of recognition, kind of, and you're like, oh fuck, okay. Yeah, the the ending of the movie has stuck with me. I, I thinking about it now, it it almost brings me to tears. Honestly, oh. I was at um a bar the other night and they had karaoke and two people got up to sing Under Pressure which is featured in the climax of the film which is extremely sad and I left because (laughs) because I was getting too sad like I was fully about to cry in this bar Um, it's one of the most stunning things I've seen yeah um I can't recommend it enough um it's it's really touching it's really yeah. touching it fucking got it's me really, really got me. yeah <laughs> I really can't recommend it enough it's beautiful yeah. it comes out soon and like yeah I was lucky enough to that I got to go see it at the cinema yeah um I think it was part of British Film Festival or something yes, yes it was because yeah. I was supposed to see it at Myth <laughs> but I it was a 1 30 session at the Asta on a Sunday <laughs> uh-huh. and we'd gone out for your birthday the night before and I was too hungover <laughs> sorry and I was like I can't I can't I so think I missed it, it would have killed you if you watched oh, that hungover <laughs> I would have died so I'm glad that I waited <laughs> I'm actually glad I didn't see it in the cinema because I think I would not have been able to pick myself up off the floor yeah it was a very <laughs> um very harrowing <laughs> oh, moment just harrowing uh, but definitely see it don't let yeah, that put you absolutely, off absolutely absolutely yeah. it's a fucking gorgeous film I, I got my mom to watch that again she oh. she thought it was fine we <laughs> get my mom on this podcast yeah. she's got a point of view that we're missing <laughs> um, and what was your number one James? Oh, I think this is going to come as no surprise to anyone but my favourite film of the year was Tar uh-huh. um Again, not not at all possible. Not, oh, wait, in Sydney they had screenings. They yeah, had one screening in Sydney that I looked at going up for, but <laughs> it was... Um, an Adelaide, yes. Yes, an Adelaide, but um, it by was going to cost like $400 <laughs> each way to get to Sydney. So yeah. I said, no, thank you. Not worth it. But I was like, I knew that I was going to New York at the end of the year, and I was like, I can I can stick it out. I can stick yep. it out. And I got, got there on the Wednesday night. You best believe the first thing I did that Thursday morning, I got up, Straight I went to, to Rush for Into the Woods, and then I got my ticket to Tar. 10 a.m.? Um, I think, it, no, because the box office <laughs> for Into the Woods opened at 10, so it, I think I saw like a 12 p.m. session. Sure, and, it's more respectful. And yeah. it was a pretty, it was a pretty full cinema as well, which mm-hmm. was surprising, because it's been yeah. out since October yep. in the United States. We can't relate. Um, my God. I I don't know. I had very high hopes for this film and I had been burned this year because I had such high hopes for Blonde. Right. I was like ready to Fools misguided. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um and Blonde was fucking shit. Um but this film is just so it's so funny. Right. It's like it's smart, it's weird and I mean Kate Blanchett is giving a career best performance yep. and I just I don't want to say too much because obviously like number one everyone's going to take on Tar so like what can I say that hasn't already been yeah. said but um every it, gay person has posted their Tar take on Twitter literally yes all I know is that I am the Lydia Tar of Northcote do you think That's so <laughs> do you think um, so no all I know um, about Tar is that gif of her um where it's like me playing Britain like, and John the Oculus <laughs> mm. No, the I'm one like, where she's like really aggressive. Oh, she's like yeah. chopping the fruit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the the? It's like a cut clip where she's talking to. She's. It's just like so far, so so <clears throat> smart and so biting and just like you don't expect it to be like that. But there's the one bit where she's just like, "What about Beethoven? You like him?" No, <laughs> I haven't seen this. I haven't seen no. that. It's incredible. I'm seeing um, Todd uh, not this Thursday, the next next Thursday. Yeah, so. they're doing advanced screenings, and I think I'm gonna go see it again because right. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, I can't wait to hear your take on Tar. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, when I first started hearing whispers about Tar, I was kind of like, Ugh, it sounds like I'm going to hate it. Oh, because yeah. Because all the, like... All the reviews out of Venice were like, it's pretentious, it's long, it's it's stupid, yeah. but it's so good. And I, re- I remember sending you that and being like, this is not for you. Yeah, my nightmare. Yeah, yeah. literally. But will I like but it? But I think... <laughs> I think you will. Okay. I think you'll get it. You have a... You surprise me sometimes, though, so I can't be too sure. What do you mean? I don't know. Like, like, you liked After Sun a lot, which was surprising for me. Oh, okay. Just call me a moron, James. You <laughs> thought I wouldn't get it. You thought I wouldn't Not get it. Not that you wouldn't get it. It's um definitely an interesting piece. Yeah. No, but Tar is just, like, beyond. Like, it goes without saying. Like, okay. I think I just... Yeah, really spoke to me. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I thought it was really well done. It was incisive and just... Uh, Kate, sure. Kate Blanchett. We're, I'd love to have Kate on the pod. I think she'd do it, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> should we reach out? <laughs> we should reach out. We'll reach out to Kate's people. They'll need to do some promo. Oh, um, yeah. Not that they need more gay people doing promo for Tar. Well, when think. Tar finally comes out in Australia, she'll mm. need the promo. So. Surely, surely. She'll yeah. be in touch. She'll we'll just touch. spend the whole interview talking about notes on a scandal. Oh. <laughs> you want to fuck, fuck me, Barbara? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you want to roll around like lovers? Lovers. Um, that's Give from Notes on the Scandal. <laughs> one of the best movies ever made, Notes on the Scandal. Oh, um, literally. Uh, no, that's my number one. Uh, <laughs> I d- actually, uh, I actually, I was going to say, um, <clears throat> did you have any like first watches of the year that you really enjoyed? Like films from like... Oh, from ages ago that I hadn't yeah. seen. Um, I don't remember. Well, I, um, I could have prepared you for that one. Okay, but. me, my answer to this is that I... Okay, last night I watched... <laughs> last night I watched the movie Signs. Um, <laughs> have you seen that? Like the M. Night Shyamalan one? Yeah, yeah, with no, Matt Gibson, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I liked it. Uh, um, <laughs> is it? So it's your best, it's, best watch of 2022. It's definitely not my favourite. No, 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 not at all. I just thought... Um, the cinematography was good. <laughs> um, I thought, uh, sorry, but Mel Gibson gave a really good performance. Ooh, ooh, just just ooh, on my run, sorry. Um, cancel her, cancel her. And then her. I also <laughs> watched um, Half of Bombshell, um, which I really enjoyed. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Brave and controversial. Yeah, I know it's... Um, like, yeah, d- divisive, the movie Bombshell, but I thought it was fucking great. Well, the, 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 the half, the, to be clear, the half that I saw. Um, so I'll watch the second half and then I will... Report back next Yeah, I'll tell you yeah. So like, it's just possible. something about Jay Roach, who's just, uh, I mean, director of Austin Powers, of course, just uh, a genius. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Did you have any big first watches? Um, I watched Mulholland Drive for the first, second, third time this year. <laughs> oh, that was, was just this year? Yeah, I watched Jeez. it. I really, and that's like changed my life, obviously. Wow, very okay. annoying. Um, I also watched My Cousin Vinny for the first time during lockdown. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Fucking that. Fucking love that film. Right. Marissa Tomei, incredible. But she won the Oscar like, for that. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Out of, like, nowhere. She, yeah. As she rightfully should have, because she tore. Okay. And um, Robert Altman's Three Women was also one that's really stayed with me. It's right. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. Actually, I was just thinking my... Letterbox. Okay, so just to address it, I am on Letterbox now. Oh, <laughs> After railing against Letterbox, she had a um, lot to say. I'm now on it, and look, I'm having fun on there. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm but glad. you know, I've discovered the secret with Letterbox is just 
to have fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just comment on everyone's reviews like they were written like for you personally. You haven't commented on any of mine, Samo. <laughs> I've got nothing to say to you. <laughs> no, actually, not a first watch, but I rewatched Little Women this year oh. and I hadn't watched it since it came out because at the time I was a little bit underwhelmed. I don't know why. I was just underwhelmed by it. And I also remember seeing that with my friend Jamie and I spilled like a chalk top all over my white shirt that I like I ruined it. I had to throw it out. Um, so I don't know if that contributed to it, but I rewatched Little Women and I was like, this is one of the best movies ever made. Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> yes. It's incredible. Um, so maybe that's best. That. Great. And Love also, that. of course, Signs and Bombshell that was <laughs> some of the best films ever made. Okay, okay. Um, what about television? Television? I feel like it's been a... It's been a- Interesting year for television per se. Yes. Oh, sorry, just quickly on film. I wanted oh. to give a quick shout out to um, Pearl and X, which both really blew me away. I still haven't seen Pearl. I'm still waiting to see it yeah, in the cinema. Yeah, no Australian release. No Australian release day. And I kind of like, and I think now because it's kind <clears throat> of not as <clears throat> important in the pop culture. <clears throat> not everyone's talking about it. Do you mind? Excuse me? Um, it's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's been and gone. Yeah, it's so just I'm kind of like, I can just now. wait it. I can wait it out. And maybe one night I'll just like get bored and put it on. Yeah. Because my house would you put it on? <laughs> well, I, I'd have to scour the dark web. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, X was really incredible. Well. I loved X. X was another great surprise where I just put it on and was like, what's this? Um, and I was like, gag, okay. Gag. And then to have that for you follow it with Pearl, which um, some review was saying, like, it's a sequel that no one asked for, but it really, really works. Yes. Um, I read recently that Man Scorsese, like, loved um, Pearl. Yes. Which I didn't know. He was like, he was like, I was gagged. Um, gagged. gagged. <laughs> uh, one said I was gagged. Um, and then Maxine, of course, the... The, the third one that's yes. coming. Anyway, shut up. Let's not talk about film anymore. All okay. we talk about is film. <laughs> Someone said to me, like, you're just a movie podcast. And I was like, I guess so. Oh, my God. What did I have to say? Oh, my God. Barbarian. Sorry. Just... I keep circling back on things, but yeah. Barbarian. Um, just to give a... Um, not a shout out. Like, what? what's the opposite of a shout out? Like... Um, Takedown? A public shaming oh. um, of a listener um, by the name of Gloss um, <gasps> at dinner with them the other night talking about Barbarian. They hated it. And I know Gloss. they listen. I know they listen to the podcast. Gloss. I'm disappointed in I you. I know they listen. So I just want to put them on blast. Take a second to put them on blast, which is why I really have a podcast to oh, um, take we'll have to people, have them on to discuss. Take people down. <laughs> I don't want to hear. I've heard enough. Mm. Um, so just to say they're wrong about that movie. They didn't get it. Okay. Um, and it it's, it's perfect because they can't reply. Because like, <laughs> we're on podcast, it's one way. Yeah. Um, anyway, TV. Um, so I love a bit of TV. I love sitting at home and watching some TV. Mm. I feel like this year I have kind of fallen off. There hasn't really been anything. You fell off, yeah. I, in terms of TV. Fuck off. Worst jokes fell off. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. <laughs> um, I actually, so uh, of course we're doing a top three. Yeah. Um, I found it really hard to pick a number three. Mm. Um, I think it's probably the rehearsal. Uh, which is Nathan yeah. Fielder. I don't know if you watched that. I didn't watch it, no. Um, it's, but I heard nothing but good things. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. I I mean, Nathan Fielder is a weird, mad genius. Um, did you ever watch, like, Nathan For You? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, so yeah. you're not familiar. I'm not familiar with Oh, well, Nathan For You is, like, one of the funniest shows I've seen. Um, the rehearsal just takes things to another level. It's it's almost like that um, St. Actic New York. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. But I... 
I also loved um, Abbott Elementary, uh, How to with John yeah. Wilson, um, The Handmaid's Tale. Um, Can you I love come up Tale. with something else? <laughs> um, it's coming back. Honestly, it's going to have a comeback for its final season and out. Uh, and I also loved Love Live. Hello, no one watches Love Live, but Is I love Anna Love Kendrick Live. Is that Anna Kendrick one? Yes. And season two wasn't Anna Kendrick. It was, um, I don't know his name, but he was cheating in the good place. Uh, you know that yeah, guy? yeah, yeah. Um, love Live. And it's also been Kendrick and removed from HBO Max. I think it's still on Stan, but they're trying to erase Love Live. So everyone who loved Love Live, um, just speak up, get into the streets, protest. Cricket. (laughs) We need you now, okay? We need the Love Life stands to rise up because they can't do this to us. They can't (laughs) pretend it didn't exist. It did. I love that show. I'm glad somebody did. I'm glad somebody did. (laughs) You didn't watch it? No. I have really fallen off TV this year. Like, I really struggled to Okay, go. season one came out, like, in 2020 or whatever. Okay, so. well, I was busy. Love Life was the Emily in Paris... It should have been the Emily in Paris of the lockdowns, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was Emily in Paris. I remember there was a lot of um, advertisements or Anna Kendrick's face everywhere. Yes. I really want to do an Anna Kendrick episode. <laughs> yeah, why haven't you watched it? You love Anna Kendrick. I don't love Anna Kendrick. Right. Anyway. <laughs> so what's your number three, James? Um... My number three is uh, The Flight Attendant Season 2. Die. The Flight Attendant is one of the best shows on TV currently. I don't know if it got renewed for Season 3, but it was so good. Kaylee Cuoco (laughs) is great. Mm -hmm. Zosha Mamet from Mm -hmm. Girls is doing some incredible work. Rosie Perez. It's just, like, stupid fun, and I had a really good time. Like, it's not... Where did they take... Because I watched Season 1, and at first I was like, oh, this is great, and then it just got a bit like, oh, this is so exhausting. It was very, Where did they take it Season 2? Oh, it just goes... Up, up and away. Sure. She moves to LA. Wow. She's, she works, she's a spy. <laughs> okay. It's all just like intrigue, mystery, fun, stupid stuff. She's being framed. Right. It's really, um, <sighs> it's wild. That's binge, right? Yeah. Yeah, it won't be. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be watching. Shan't be, shan't be. <laughs> um, anything more to say about it? <laughs> oh, I just loved it. Yeah, just are you do, done? Just do it. <laughs> <a, laughs> I don't want to hear about that anymore. Just give it a dumb TV for you, Nev. Um, um, number two for me mm-hmm. uh, would be The White Lotus. Yeah. Um, spoke. I mean, everyone's talking about the White Lotus. We know about the White Lotus. Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> James told me to shut up with their hands. Um, blah 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 blah. Yeah, blah, White blah, Lotus. Blah, White we loved Lotus, it. Megan Fahey, Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing I can say about it. Um, hot um, guys, cool, like slay women. Um, that's good TV, and that's TV. Um, my number two was a Dairy Girls season finale. That's another thing Munskos is a huge fan of. Yeah. Did you see that clip of him talking about Dairy Girls? No. Someone was like, what's TV you've loved lately? He's like, Dairy Girls. Dairy Girls <laughs> is so good. I watched the, um, the the final season in like one sitting and it really wow. didn't break me per se, but it really like impacted me. I was like, oh, this is really beautiful. I I've been meaning to watch it. It's really good. Dairy Girls is like such a strong show I and it it's a, ended very well it's a good like laugh out loud yeah it's yeah. stupid fun and then like it hits your heart a bit and then it's just like really nice like, okay it's a good show it's like Irish and it ended right? really well yeah well I've got to watch it yeah it's your people my people my normal people yeah <sighs> well I'll watch Dairy Girls normal um, people do you want to talk about a disappointment of the uh, conversations with friends the television adaptation of that was fucking oh, shit oh really I didn't finish it Ooh. I like sorry Joe Owen I know <sighs> I stick to just being a husband literally I, I was excited because like Jemima Kirk playing the role that she was cast in whose name I can't remember oh I didn't know she was in that she was like the um Joe Orwin's wife and it was like oh. inspired casting 
Yeah, it did not is. turn out well. Mm, I and, loved the book. Yeah, the really book was loved great. the book. Yeah. My mum loved the book. Oh, my um, <laughs> um, We had your copy of the book actually. Just oh, beautiful. Passed that around the family. Oh, gorgeous. Um, yeah, love the book. I haven't watched the show. I don't think I will after hearing that review. Yeah, I, didn't, I just didn't finish it. Yeah, I loved normal people, normal like the people. adaptation mm-hmm. and the book. And it was by the same team as well. Oh, really? So it was like, it's such a letdown. Yeah. But I'm um, hey. I need to watch normal people again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, um, what was your number one? Oh, Oh, James. The Hermes Tale? No, no. My number one. Survival? No, bitch. No, bitch. Guess again. Better call uh, Saul. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Something that James doesn't give a shit about. <laughs> but Better Call Saul, so it finished um, last year. Um, one of the, the ending, I mean, it ended perfectly. Say no more. Um, but really, the one of the most touching love stories of any media I have seen in my life. Uh, again, the ending cried and cried and cried. I was a puddle. Um, it's one of those things I still think about and I'm like, fuck, like the thing that better call Saul did so incredibly well was, uh, Jimmy and Kim, the, the two leads, just their relationship was completely real. They were like real people to me. So you you care so much about what happens to them. And their relationship, it's such a... I haven't seen anything like that before depicted because it's, mm-hmm. it's a romantic relationship, but it's not sort of... I don't think that they have sex maybe once throughout the whole series. Okay. You, you don't, they don't say I love you until I think one of the last episodes. Um, it's just about this bond that they have where they understand each other without having to say a word. And it's just, just like us. Yes. Um, Ray Seahorn, it's her performance is just, it, it, it kills me. And Bob Odenkirk, Bob Odenkirk, of course, one of our most talented actors. Yeah. Um, I mean, Better Call Saul to, to backtrack, it's spin off to Breaking Bad. Um, is that a prequel? Yeah. It's, it's a prequel and a sequel. Okay. Um, it's um, it, it it's very different to Breaking Bad, which it took me a bit of adjustment because Breaking Bad's very like almost pulpy at times. It's very much like twist turns and um, action, and and Better Call Saul slows everything right down. It's really just a character study. It's funny. It it really takes it takes its time, and the point where you get to the end and you see the story they've been telling it. It killed me. It's, I can't recommend Better Call Saul enough. I know it's such a big thing because it's such a big task to watch, what, like six seasons of Breaking Bad and then Better Call Saul. But this shit is the best television I've seen in my damn life. Okay? Maybe I'll watch it. It's, Maybe I will. It's like so well shot. It's heartbreaking. It's really well written. It gives you everything. Gorgeous. Watch Better Call You won't, but you should. I might. I might. <laughs> really? I might. After years of screaming at you to watch this show. Maybe. Okay. Well, what's your number one? Uh, my number one was Yellow Jackets. Okay. I fucking loved Yellow Jackets. Because it had people from, like, musical theatre in it. <sighs> no. <laughs> it did have prestige actresses. Mm-hmm. And Lauren Ambrose is joining season two, which... Who is that? She is playing... Okay, so... <laughs> Lauren uh, Ambrose... Just tell me. <laughs> uh, I saw her in My Fair Lady a few years ago in New York and she was incredible and she's just like one of the greatest actresses of our generation she was in Six Feet Under Mm. Um, have you watched Six Feet Under? no I haven't actually Mm. one Um, day yeah no she's just I'm very excited for her in season two but um, season one like just really interesting something that I feel like we haven't seen 
on TV in a while, women of, of a certain age also. Well, and down in the Hermit's <laughs> I've had enough. I've had enough. <laughs> um, but no, just like really interesting, like, and the juxtaposition of like, so it's about a group of girls that are going on a, on a soccer trip and their plane crashes in the desert. No, mm, not in the desert, in the, in the forest. And they're stuck there for, I think like 18 months. And, yeah. And, um, hilarity and hijinks ensue, <laughs> such as cannibalism, murder and fun. Yes. But you don't really get to that in the first season. It's a lot of like build up of yeah. them like, okay, like, how did we, what are we doing? How do we get there? Like, da, 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 da. Yeah. And you're and seeing then, the stories of them. As, yeah. And then you're seeing the people that survived. Yeah. They eventually got fi- found and they're starting to all get these weird letters and it's, yeah. people are starting to it's like, like circle in and there. it's like, I know what you did out in the woods. And yeah. Da, 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 da. And it's really intriguing. It's really well done. Yeah. Actresses. <laughs> yeah. I really liked, Linsky. I loved it. Yellow Jackets. Uh, another surprise just sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I read that HBO past on it. Because I thought, it was yeah. going to be too similar to Euphoria, yeah. which I can't even. Well, well, I feel like Euphoria, what a flop season this year. Oh, yeah. God. I mean, great performances, but... <laughs> Where? Sydney Sweeney. Uh, you didn't like her performance? It was, like, I like Sydney and Sweeney. And Zendaya, hello. Oh, Zendaya, yeah, but Zendaya's always going to give it to you. Yeah, no, Sydney Sweeney, like, she she grounded that show. Okay. She, she gives Agreed. such a heartbreaking performance. It's like you still feel... Bad for her, even though she's... And she's, like, just, just this wreck. And I just like, found... I don't know. I think... Because I found the whole series to be a bit of a... It was bad. Yeah. I just, like, but, couldn't, like, <laughs> attach myself to her. Right. Which is a shame. But, yeah. But, yeah, Yellow Jackets is really good. Um, I would absolutely recommend watching yeah. it. If, yeah, I would. And if season you, two comes out soon, so... If you're one of the five people that um, subscribe to Paramount Plus, you can watch that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I just simply don't do that. But um, good luck to those who do. Good luck um, to those. Mother of Paramount Plus, we love you. <laughs> um, and how about music? Oh, music. What a year. Um, what a year for music. Um, well, my number three... <laughs> Actually, I want to do a special mention, obviously. Um, Into the Woods released their <laughs> cast recording, and I have been terrorizing my housemates since that dropped oh. with my various renditions of uh, Justifies the Beans Thank and Christ, I don't um, Last Midnight. And I'm so sorry to my housemates, Jack and Jackie. But you're not sorry. But I'm not sorry at all. I'm not, because I'm nothing if not annoying and a theater kid at heart. So yes. I will. My, um, uh, but- my little special mentions okay. would probably be to um, Licky Lee. Um, Dance Fever by Florence and, and the Machine. Yeah. Um, Muno, um, yeah, the self titled album. Muno was great as well, but like I feel like it was only like not. It was mainly for the singles. Yeah. yeah. Like some of the, the tracks in the middle were a bit. Yeah. yeah, I was a little disappointed by the album, but the singles fucking bang. Like, yeah. um, What I Want and. Um, oh, What I Want. Silk Chiffon. Silk Chiffon. Yes, all the hits. <laughs> Um, and then also to Crash and um, yeah. by Char- Charlie XCX and uh, Dirt Fan by Tovlo. Yeah. Tuvalu. I don't really get into Tuvalu, but perhaps I shall. It's got some hits. Yeah. It's, again, it's not like a really sort of strong, like, like um, was it Sunshine Kitty, her previous album? Yeah. I find that a really good, like, put that on. I'll listen to it all the way through. For this one, not so much, but it's still, it's got the hits. And Definitely. I saw her live this year. She was amazing. Yeah. Um, I also want to shout out. Um, I controversially, I thought Renaissance was incredible, but it's not in my top three. So I just want to put that out right. there. Right. Racist. Yes. Um, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, um, so what's yeah. your number three then? Uh, my number three is, and in the darkness, hearts of glow by Way's blood. Okay. Just like 
the spiritual successor to Jodie, um, Joni Mitchell and Karen Carpenter. I <laughs> oh, love her really? so much. She's just like... <laughs> I've never listened. Oh, she's just like sad girl on a guitar. Like, mm-hmm. Very like... Oh, yeah, it's right. So, and it came out later <laughs> in the year and I just really resonated with it. I really liked her previous album, Titanic Rising. Mm-hmm. She's just like a really interesting vocalist. Okay. And yeah, it was just such a strong follow-up considering how good her first her well it's not her first album her first album that i got into titanic rising was and yeah will i like it i don't know Mm. i don't know (laughs) uh my number three is um the oh my god what's it called the Kylie Rae Jackson album. Oh, The Loneliest Time. <laughs> the Loneliest yeah. Time. I love oh, okay. it so much. I it's not number one. So. <laughs> I love it so much. I forgot it. Um, no, I really I re- enjoyed I mean, for me, I was thinking about all the albums and this one was actually tricky for me because I, I didn't, like, uh, besides the ones I'll talk about, I didn't have any that I really, like, listened and listened and listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's a flop year for music. Uh, well, not, not really. It's just uh, on myspotify.com. Yeah, I feel like where it, I f- that's what I found about this year for music. I'm like, where it was strong, it was really strong. But like... Yeah. But, but no, Carly's album, I really enjoyed it. I don't think it's as good as her previous. Mm. Um, but it's it's a really nice sound. It's a lot more relaxed and vibey. And Are you going very, to a concert? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, very kind of... Are we going Calif- together? No, uh, I bought my housemates tickets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see that. No. I don't want to see that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very vibey. And um, Shooting Star is like she injected um, the spirit of Kylie Minogue into uh, her bloodstream. Literally. And into that little tiny Canadian woman's body. And she slayed. She slayed. Um, yeah, I'm really forward to seeing her. Kylie is like one of my number ones. Um, I saw her a few years ago at the forum and was like uh, right in the front. I'm sure I like scared her with the how into the music I was. It like was, my that fucking crazy. Was- life-changing oh yeah yeah oh my god changed my life i will always remember she pointed at me when she was singing uh fever when she was like i stole your bike and she pointed at me i was like now that's history history. (laughs) i mean one of the most iconic lines (laughs) she could have been pointing over me or at someone else probably and i also like at you i also like ran around to the stage door after the show and tried to meet her uh, but she was long gone. Yeah. Uh, I met a man who had met her. So oh, I, oh, a man, a man. No, no, like a man. I met who a man there. at the Color Jetson concert. Ooh, la, 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 no, like la, someone la, who worked at the theater. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I met her. Like, he didn't give a shit. But nah. um, so Brag, yeah, I met someone who met Color Jetson. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, that was my number three. What's your number two, James? Uh, number two is uh, an earlier release in the uh, uh, Capra songs by FK Twigs. Okay, yes. Uh, just like gorgeous it's one that's like stayed with me throughout the year right. like some of the early releases like like laurel hell by minsky which i was really excited for i yeah. like really like that album but it hasn't had the staying power that right um capra songs has like i just listened to it it's in like my top plate of the year oh really just like a strong hip hoppy r&b chill album yeah i, really I never that. really got into it unfortunately oh, um, was it like tears in the club tears in the club yeah um yeah just really nice good vibes yeah chill. i love um magdalene um yeah that's like one of my favorite albums i would say i have a trauma um <laughs> uh, like a oh we you, all do you know when like you listen to an album or you listen to something and you're like this takes me back to this very specific moment born to die lana's ra i listen to that i'm 15 oh. again no 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 i'm t- <laughs> 
looking like I listened to Magdalene and I am in the Las Vegas airport in 2019 <laughs> crying because I thought I was going to miss my flight oh, and babe. I had some other personal issues happening at the time. Um, what were they? Tell, tell oh, us. Oh, I don't know if I have, I have to get release form signed. I will. Um, but yeah, so like that. Bonus episode. Literally. Um, when we get, when we get on the Patreon, we'll, um, Episode titled James's Personal Issues. Cover songs was just like a nice summary, good vibes. Yeah. Like it's just good and it's got me through the year. Really it's well. just good. That's um, what I can say. So my number one, uh, of course it's Renaissance. Yeah. Hello, duh. Um, I mean again, everything's being said about Renaissance. It's, it's stunning. So it's such a strong piece of work, like the references and the sound and it's um, it, it really, it, it feels so perfect for Beyonce to be making this type of music. It's like, oh, of course it's so, it's so natural. It feels like she's just been embedded in this culture for, for decades. Yeah, exactly. It comes so naturally to her. Um, would love some visuals. Yeah. <laughs> would love some visuals. Now that's pissing me off now. <laughs> Cause it's been. It's been like six months. Cause it came out when I was in London. So and that to, was July. To release a trailer. For visuals and just just to to disappear, come on now. I think it's kind of cunty. She's doing. I mean, it is, and it's like it's one of those things where I want to just be like, it's Beyonce. I should just trust her and have faith in her because you know she's a genius. She knows what she's doing. But I'm like, I want the visuals. Yeah, please. Yeah, please, Beyonce. But yeah, incredible. Changed everything. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. We're doing number two. No. <laughs> yeah, no, because I did. <laughs> Yeah, I'm supposed to be doing my number two. What was Well, your... that's my number one. Oh, well, what's your number two? <laughs> I have just recently learned to count, so just go with three. So it's three, two, one, not yeah, three, one, two. Not three, one, two. Oh, my mistake, my mistake. Um, my number two, I'm just going to keep talking. Um, my number two was Midnight. <laughs> yeah, of course it was. Um, I feel like I have to say a few caveats about Midnight's. Um, so I know it's not her best album. I would probably rank it towards the bottom in terms of Taylor albums. I think, um, it needs some editing. Like if you take the 3M edition, I think I could make a really solid, maybe 13, 14 track album just with all of those songs in total. Um, Part of me was disappointed by this album. Part of because some of the songs are definitely cut, like Labyrinth. I'm like, don't care for it. Um, even um, like, oh my god, what's it called? Like, Bejeweled. I'm kind of like, yeah, it's uh, yeah. fine. Um, but then it also has some of her most personal yeah. work on it. I would say like something like Sweet Nothing. Some of her best songwriting, some of her worst. It's really yeah, interesting. Sweet Nothing, Would Have, Could Have, Should Have, um, Mastermind. It's, they're very simple, but well, not so much Would Have, Could Have, Should Have, but it's, yeah, it's really like a peek into her psyche we haven't really seen. I mean, even even if you look at something like Antihero, which I think encapsulates the whole album because it has some of her best and worst lyrics. Yeah. Um, for her to be like, I'll look directly at the sun, but never in the mirror. Hello. Mm. I mean, I find that quite um, devastating. Hello. Hello. Like, no, I just think it's interesting. She's exploring her persona and her relationships in a, in a new way. No, absolutely. But then, you know, and here it's like, um, sexy baby tea time. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, just needed a few more drafts to yeah. really get there. Yeah. Uh, but you, so you say you're, your number my, one. Number, <laughs> my number one. Um, this is not a surprise to anyone that knows me. Um, Preacher's Daughter by Ethel Kane. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, 
my god. Now for just, the depressed esoteric girls. The depressed esoteric girls, you've come to the right place. I think Apple Kane is a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. The work that she's doing, it's just so, <laughs> like, it's nothing like we have out at the moment. And it's so... Sure. I love to be sad. I you love and Obama both gagged. Oh my god, me and Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Obama the coolest coming from in the house. <laughs> Two um, war criminals. <laughs> Not me, never. Um, God, yeah, just I just think it's really incredible. It's one of the most interest. It took me a minute. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. I remember when I first listened to it, I was like, all right. And then, because I really loved Inbred, her EP from last year. Like, mm-hmm. I have an Inbred tattoo. Um, Ew. Shut up. <laughs> um, you have a tattoo that says Inbred? No, I have a, a fuck <laughs> Album artwork. I have the album artwork tattooed. No, on that's my- a red flag. If they have a tattoo that says inbred, no, if they have an ethicane tattoo, run in the other direction. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just like that album. That EP last year was just so like strong and was like, oh, well, the year before last. Sorry, time, 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 time heals everything. Time. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just really strong. Like. Thoroughfare is one of the best songs I think ever written. Okay. It goes for nine minutes and it's incredible. Okay, it's Thoroughfare just ten like, minute version. No, not even. That's just the that's just the version. It's, it's a ten just, minute version. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Um but yeah, just really smart and like her <laughs> lyrics are so deep and it's such an interesting portrait. <laughs> the lyrics are so deep. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. I'm gonna kill you. No, I'll listen maybe I'm tired. one day. I, I'm jet lagged. It's been a long day. I can't fucking string sentences together. Yeah, no shit. lyrics and date. Um, um, but no, I just think she's very smart and mm-hmm. she really captures a very particular part of Americana and like just feeling lost in a very particular kind of way that's just really beautiful. Okay. Yeah. I've listened to American Teenager. Oh, it's incredible. It's one of the best pop <laughs> that's, songs. That's on my yeah. own repeat at the moment. It's really yeah, it's good. It's a bit of fun. You and Obama. Yeah. We, we're bopping along to yeah. that. Um, so top three cultural moments, our last uh, little category. Um, so my number three, I'm going to try and get the order right this time. Yeah. Three, three two, two, one, right? One. Yeah, yeah, good. Um... Number three for me would have to be um, Lisa Kudrow's feud with Spencer Pratt. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, for those of you who don't know, well, I didn't know who Spencer Pratt was, but he's from, like, the real world. No, he's from the hills. The hills. He's from the hills. married Heidi Montag, and he was on the hills. Yeah, uh, sure. Um, I was a big... I was big into the hills. The hills, right. Um, Well, he posted a TikTok where he was like... The rudest, meanest celebrity I've ever met is Lisa Kudrow. And he didn't elaborate. He was like, if this gets a million views, I'll post another. He did. And so basically what happened was she, they were at a party. Spencer Pratt, Honey Montag, at a party. Lisa Kudrow comes up to them. He, he said no one was talking to them at the party. Lisa Kudrow comes up, addresses Heidi, does not acknowledge Spencer. And she says... You need to get away from him as fast as possible because he's going to murder you. He has the eyes of a serial killer. <laughs> and she walked away. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. 
And she's, she walked away. I mean, queen shit. I, I've always loved Lisa Kudrow. And he posted being like, isn't that despicable? Like, I hate her. She's not wrong. If anyone's watched The Hills and knows Spencer Pratt, they would know. That she was just trying to help. She was being a woman. Literally. She said woman to woman. Woman to woman. Get away, get away. And that's him. what we've all been trying to tell Heidi for years. She's queenie. And then uh, I know Beth- Bethany Frankel was like, uh, <sighs> so I don't know housewives, but I know you do. She she was also like, yeah, she was super rude. Bethany Frankel is useless that woman needs to sit down and be quiet i mean lisa kujo mother like she mm-hmm. made the comeback that's mother always Literally. she's always right so. i do need to see that what do you mean lisa kujo. oh i think many had seen the comeback sorry oh, I'm, I'm getting this reference now <laughs> i don't need to see that um what was your number three uh my number three was azealia banks hates australia yes very, very fresh. fresh very yeah. fresh um i just being so emotionally invested and so um <laughs> a part of it because it was directly yeah. affecting us <clears throat> it was it was incredible stuff to it, live through it to live <clears throat> through Azealia Banks coming out saying that she fucking hates Australia again <laughs> never coming here uh, and a part that really resonated with me when she said our dollar is shit 60, 60 cents <laughs> to a, one US dollar yes. someone who's just been in the United States of America who oh. <laughs> it's oh. true it's so true no it really was stunning stuff and it was um I mean, I really have a soft spot for her and... She speaks her mind. Well, no, that's that's actually the thing. It's like her situation with Australia, it sounds like she... I mean, who knows the truth, but it does sound like she got a bit fucked over by like the, the promoters or, yeah. or whatever. I mean, she had some terrible things to say about them. Um, but it sounds like she was in a bad... She was put in a bad spot and it's one of those things where I feel like other artists would not talk about it, but she's like, no, fuck these people. Like, yeah. don't work with these people. Yeah. They've done this to me. Um, Did you try and get a refund? Because she literally posted, she was like, get a refund. Yeah, I tried. If they you- said no. Yeah, but, but I, I know saw some, some people- oomps got yeah, yeah, refunds because I tried them. earlier. She, so we went to her show. She did a half hour set. She just, didn't seem that happy to be there. She left without saying goodbye. She just walked off stage, but yeah. I loved it. Oh, I had a good time. It was <laughs> I loved it. Um, so number two for me, um, oh, look, it has to be Taylor's jet. Um, <laughs> now this was earlier in the year, but uh, Taylor was found to be the number one um, uh, emitter of CO2 on jet emissions. Yeah. Um, so she's innocent. Um, <laughs> no, it was a very Women's tough... stories matter. They that just... was a very tough week to be a Swifty. I read that news. I'm like, going to have to come up with some excuse really quick for her. <laughs> I thought we could say that, you know, it's like she's she has anxiety and the jet calms her down. <laughs> um, that's sort of where I landed on that. But no, that was hard. She was... Uh, apparently emitted 8,000 tons of CO2 from her jet. Um, again, she's innocent, but um, she, no, look, she actually is innocent because apparently a lot of it was that she loaned her jet out to other people, which is, look, to be real for a second, is not an excuse. <laughs> it's obviously still her fault. Yeah. Um, but you know what? She wrote folklore, so it balances it's, out. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. That's um, like a- yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. She's got places to be, all she right? She's got places to be. She's like London. She's got people to meet at midnight. New York. Yes. And what's your number two? Uh, my number two was the Madonna biopic boot camp, which... God, yeah, that feels like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? It was, but it was... But a moment it was. Oh, yeah. To be inside there. Uh, Imagine. I want... 
the biopic about the Madonna biopic boot camp. Yes, period. The names were being thrown around. Florence Pugh, Alexa Demeaux, Sydney Sweeney. Sweeney, the ultimate winner, Julia Garner. Yes. Bibi Rexa, Sky Ferreira, Dasha Necrosova. Sky Ferreira. <laughs> yeah, didn't Dasha go for like an initial audition? Yeah. I, but yeah. I think everyone, because I listened to that. She like spoke about it on the pod and she was just like, yeah, I auditioned. I was never going to get it. But like everyone, they auditioned Everyone. Right. I feel like surely hers was just a joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they did it for a laugh. Yeah, but um, it was just like, oh, Bobby Ferreira, all the memes yeah. that were coming out of it. It was just like, <laughs> the um, Lord Ciccone as well. Her daughter was in it as well. The, oh, oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah, I think the ultimate product, which will be the self-written and directed Madonna movie. Yeah. Co-written by... Um, no, not anymore. Diablo Cody, she, well, she stepped no, away. No, listen, she just finished her work on it. She didn't step away. Oh, I um, thought she stepped away. No, no. Um, it, she st- Madonna started working with a different writer, I'm pretty sure. But mm. Diablo, it was just her contract finished. Oh, but okay. she's done work on the film. That, okay. w- that will be in it. Um, to, just to set the record straight. Okay, good, good. Because I'm a Diablo Cody. Diablo coordinator. Of course. I, there was a period, I mean, Madonna's Instagram is of course a treasure trove, but the time when she was writing the script and she would always just post photos of her, like holding the script. Yeah. Legendary, like a full, you know, carousel of just her with the script. Incredible stuff. I'm very excited. This movie is going to, going to change lives. Oh, absolutely. We'll be seated. I will be seated. Um, Madonna's blonde is here. Yes, it's here. Um, number one for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, Hands down, without a doubt, not even close. It is the queen dying. Like, oh. no doubt. that Everyone was gagged. What a night that was for us. That was such an incredible night. We went um, bowling and we went to laser tag that night. Um, we did which was, bowling. Yes, I'm we did. I'm glad that you remember. We did. Um, which we'd been long awaiting... This, I mean, yeah. James was hounding the group chat for weeks. Like, oh, we have to go bowling. We have to go bowling. <laughs> I mean, I was look. I was always down not to paint James as the villain. I think it was just we just couldn't make it work. Like we yes. were just also busy, and then eventually we got we made to it go. work. We had a blast. We went we to laser went, tag as well. We went to laser tag, which was very fun. We went to circuit, and the whole night getting reports like everyone's rushing to Palmar Castle. <laughs> the Queen might die. The Queen might die. And she finally croaked at what, like 3 a.m. maybe? Yeah, were you awake then? Or? I was awake. I stayed up the whole night mm. um, posting about the queen. Um, I, my boss, like, messaged me at, at like 7.30 being like, have you been up all night she posting about the dead queen? I said, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I... Like, I've just been chasing that rush ever since. <laughs> I, again, as an Irish person... Incredible stuff. No notes. Yeah. No notes. Like, we'll never top that. Yeah. And what was your number one? Oh, I mean, this is this is probably going to come as no surprise. Um, it's referential to what I've done recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Leah Michelle replacing Beanie Feldstein in Funny Girl and all Ooh. of the drama that came out of that. Yeah. The Leah Michelle renaissance, the kind of takedown of Beanie Feldstein, all yes. of it really just... <laughs> fueled me yeah it that was, was a big big moment yeah me. the what's that video of beanie when she's announced she had tonsillitis where she and she's like you gotta laugh you gotta laugh <laughs> yeah she's just like i've just been lee michelle's just announced that she's replacing me and i've got tonsillitis so i'm out I can't go. Oh, but it was just thing. so and i do i honestly feel bad for beanie feldstein because 
I spoke to a few of my friends that saw her in New York and they were just like, look, she just couldn't sing it. And oh, that's the ultimately thing. fair because I don't think she's the strongest singer for that kind of role. Yeah. And, but just, I think the way that it was handled by the producers was really shit. <laughs> Sounds like a huge mess. And really. it was a mess. And like, wait a minute. Did American Crime Story come out last year? Maybe. With her? Yeah, maybe. Now, listen, if that came out last year, that's my number three. Because I forgot about that. Okay. Not to, I don't want to derail the conversation. <laughs> yes, because the... Monica. Linda Tripp. Hello. <laughs> I fully made a Linda Tripp fan cam. That's how enamored with that show I was. Um, but yeah, the funny girl drama. Yeah, that just like... And it's just, I, like, the Leah Michelle comeback, the Leah Michelle, <laughs> the Leah Michelle can't read got a little bit annoying for me because, like, that was funny, like, five years ago when it yeah, first came out. But, and now she's in on the joke. Yeah. Like. Um, but, yeah, I just, it was really, like, reading, I think there was a cut article about it. There was. Yeah. Just articles and articles and, like, fake tea on Twitter and stuff. I mean, it sounds like Leah needed this. It's like, I mean, her thing is, like, you can really treat people however you, you want, want and you can still have a comeback if you're that talented and and, <laughs> it's and i know there's like a lot of moral gray ground gray ground in gray ground is that a word gray area gray area yeah um uh, like in seeing Leah michelle and funny girl and spending yeah. my money on that but um i stand by it you just because gotta turn your brain she off was incredible yeah and like gotta separate the art from the artist just don't stage door. She probably kick no, you didn't. in the head or something. Yeah, no, didn't yeah, stage shit door. in your wig. I didn't stage door at all this um, this time I was there because it's kind of off right because of COVID. Well, yeah, you can't really do it. I'm also like not really a child anymore, so I'm like, <laughs> say think, that unless it's yeah. like somebody that I actually no, I did stage door for you. <laughs> oh right, but did you mean block? I didn't. They did, they weren't meeting, but they like waved. They waved they to their car. It was but worth yeah. it for the wave. Yeah, it was worth it. Yeah, that show was great. But yeah, no. Um, anyway. But, what a year. So, what have a to, year. I have to wrap up because i got to go to the Fablemans. Yes, of course, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, which might be my top three. You'll never I know. know. Who knows? Top know. three of 2023. Might have to do it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, let's do yeah. that in a year. In a year. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you so uh, much. So great to be back. So great. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Don't know what we're doing yet, but yeah. we'll stay tuned. We'll chat about it. We'll chat. Yeah. Well, bye, everyone. Love bye. you. Bye.